Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports, have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Hello and welcome into a Wednesday edition of Sports Scene, the first one for 2023. Wow. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch, talk some sports. This year uh, is a, first of all, hope you had a great holiday. Um, hope that you uh, had time to spend with family, friends, Santa, whoever, um, and uh, that's uh, really good. Now, this year, we celebrate, uh, I guess you could call it that, uh, we commemorate 25 years of doing sports scene this year. Um, so, pretty cool, and a big thanks to all of you uh, for making that possible. We will, as we always do, take your phone calls, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. A ton of stuff has happened, but let's start with hoops tonight. Texas A&M. Chris Harry does a great job of covering the Gators um, for the Gator website. Really did a great job in uh, breaking down this game. And if you look at this, Florida lately can't throw it in the ocean from deep. They're awful from the three-point line. And Texas A&M is bad at giving up the three. So unless they do something different... It looks like tonight the Gators will have opportunities from beyond the arc. The question is, can they take advantage? Um, so we'll figure it out. Um, now, we'll also um, have some guests this week, beginning with Herm Edwards today. Talk a little NFL from ESPN. And then uh, Blake Alderman, 24-7 Sports. Talk a little Gator football recruiting with you. Portal, etc. Sean Kelly, voice of the Gators here tomorrow. Chuck Dowdle, longtime Georgia basketball analyst, will be here on Friday. The Gators will play former coach Mike White and the Dogs on Saturday. And Allison Posey, one of our grads, is up in Tallahassee. Uh, she will come on and talk about FSU football recruiting. And as I mentioned earlier, uh, 24-7 has them ranked number one in terms of the uh, portal and what they've done there. So, uh, boy, where do I start? DeMar Hamlin showing progress but still in critical condition. You know, you're, you're, you're watching that game and you're geeked to watch it because I mean Buffalo Cincinnati could have been a really really good game, and then 
that happened. And it just was incredible. Um, and you just hope that young man is going to recover. All right. Let's get some emails. Let me throw this out. I had to uh, laugh when I saw this because it's pretty funny. Seth, I want you to hear this. Jim is a regular emailer. And here's what he said in an email. Ready? I hereby announce my intention to enter the fan transfer portal. I'll be reviewing offers from other schools to join their fan base. Except Florida State, of course. Naturally, the school will have to have a fan base, which also excludes Miami. Since athletes no longer have any allegiance to their respective schools, I feel that fans should have the same option to transfer. Also, if I don't like where I transfer, or if their football team has a lousy season next year, I will transfer again and take my booster money with me. Kind of cute, Jim. But you know what? If you think about that for just a second, what if that were to happen? Because what are fans expected to do in all this calamity? Remain loyal. We need your money. We need your support, right? Regardless of who opts out, who's in, who's out, we need you to keep supporting us. And look, as somebody who's been a Jets fan, okay, you know how, how rough it is to root for that organization, right? If I could have entered this transfer portal, I would have a long time ago. But look, but, but even though Jim, I think, said it tongue-in-cheek, you wonder. You wonder. Let's start with calls. Greg, hello. Hey, Steve. Happy New Year. I just want to thank you and Coach Spurrier for doing that show all year long. I wanted to call between 11 and 12. I just couldn't get the time, but I wanted to say thank you to Coach. Thank you to you, Steve, and uh, the basketball team. A tragedy would happen with the Buffalo player prayers for him. And, uh, but the basketball team, Steve, like you mentioned earlier, that they're not shooting too well from the three-point line. But I did read where they're shooting a lot better in the O-Dome, obviously home court, like 44%. I was just wondering what your thoughts, and as usual, I'll listen off there, were to what, what's going to get this team over the hump? And I don't even mean over the hump as in a lead eight final four team. I just mean over the hump as in winning close games, being decent. Um, I, being straight up honest, a huge Gator fan, this, is not a, this team has the potential to be good but yet they can't even be decent. And just your thoughts on what it'll take to get over the hump, and I'll listen off there and go Gators. Okay, thank you, Greg. First of all, I guess that uh, has to take into account what's decent. What is, your, what is anybody's characterization of being decent? I mean, what was Florida 7-6, and six, I think? Something like that? Okay, so is that... Decent, it's decent, right? Yeah, they're seven and six. I just checked it. So that's decent, and they're four and two at home. I know that. So that's okay. But think about it, okay? If you look at the impact transfers, has Florida had a real impact 
transfer to this point? I would say the answer is no. They've been okay, but I use the word impact transfer. Let's also look at the teams Florida's lost to, like Xavier. They just beat UConn. UConn's pretty good. Florida lost to UConn. West Virginia and then Oklahoma and Auburn, who was ranked. So Florida has not played well against the, quote, better teams. Lost to Florida Atlantic, too. So Texas A&M and Georgia, you got to beat at home. You got to beat them. If you want to be decent, if you want to be better, you got to win those games. We'll see if they do. 12-13, time check brought to you by Hayes Chittery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Live from Weimar Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. When temperatures drop, COVID-19 cases may rise. So if you test positive and are at high risk, act fast, even if your symptoms feel mild. Ask your provider if an authorized oral treatment could be right for you. Visit TreatCOVID19.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. How do you decide who to call when you're injured in an accident? Don't call a branch office of a figurehead that lives in a far-off city. Call an attorney that is local to your community one that gives back to your community and wins cases right here in Gainesville. I'm Jack Fine with Fine Farcash and Parla Piano, and I live here in this community with you. We go to the same grocery stores as you. We attend the Gator football games with you. When we are fighting against insurance companies for our clients, it's personal. Visit ffplaw.com for a free consultation. Hey, folks, it's Steve Russell for Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries, where you can walk up or drive through for the freshest burgers in town made to order. They support local Florida cattle ranchers, and they still feature great milkshakes, including the Key Lime Shake. Outdoor patio umbrella seating is available, and if you're in a hurry, you can order online for a quick pickup at DickMondells.com. Remember, open seven days a week. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram. The best burgers, shakes, and fries you'll eat at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. Dancing crew, trip for two, nail the final interview. Game with Doug, brand new mug. Come here, kid, give me a hug. The more you want to do, the more we want to do. New COVID-19 boosters designed for recent Omicron variants are now available. Learn about eligibility and schedule a free updated booster today at vaccines.gov. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. The Gators are here. Bunched with the right hand. Power up. Goes out quarter right. Three on the way. Good, good, good. Shoots off the glass and in. Out of the play. This is Gator Country. Goes for the duck. Blocked from behind by Fudge. Angle right three. For the Gators. This is Florida Basketball on the Gators Sports Network. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
WRUF Radio app. Your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. All right, let's get back in the swing of things here. Want to talk sports with you as we begin a new season, a new year. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Jonesy says, my condolences to your Jets team. After looking at the situation, is it time to get another quarterback in the draft? Yes. Or a big name in a trade. Either one. The Jets need a veteran quarterback. Uh, from what I've been told, they've lost all confidence in the guy they have in there now. And I don't know that White is the answer for them either. Uh, but he says his team is the Giants. Uh, do you think they found their future quarterback in Daniel Jones? No, he is the quarterback. He's not the future. He is and has been, Jonesy, their starting quarterback. I don't think they will uh, go away from that. I don't see that happening russ thank you for the emails it's great to have you back happy new year uh right back at you uh let's see here john says there have been a few pro football deaths from men i would call young do you think the average lifespan of a high level football player is longer the same or shorter than the rest of the men in the u.s oh wow I would probably say a little shorter just because of wear and tear and, you know, physical things that could happen. And remember, you're still talking about CTE, which, you know, there's still maybe people that get that that are around now. He says, do you think football players are in better shape than the average man? Of course. Yes. Um, so, yeah, John, I, I don't have anything to support that, but I'm trying to answer your question. I do think probably the life expectancy is a little bit shorter. Just happen to think that. Uh, Bill emails, uh, give a grade to the Gators in the portal so far. Whew. That's really hard to do. For example, okay, when you look in the portal, it's need, isn't it? At least partly. So if you're Florida, with Anthony Richardson going, needed a quarterback. Well, you got Mertz, okay? They, they need defensive line help in the worst way. So you get Jackson from Memphis. Well, but how good are they? We don't know that. Now, I'll say this. Miami was in on Jackson. So if that says anything, you know, there were some bigger schools that were also after him. Um, Caleb Banks, defensive lineman. So, I mean, that's, that's good in a way. But is it great? They, they need more. 
they definitely need more. But so far, it seems that what they've gotten is pretty good. So my grade, probably a B, a B. But I think that's with an asterisk because I think they're going to have to get more and get more to fill uh, positions of need. And again, linebacker, Ohio State, you would think that would be good in getting Mitchell. So we'll see. But they're, believe me, they're actively looking. And Florida State's done a really nice job in the portal. 24-7 Sports has them uh, the at the top of the heap in terms of transfer portal acquisition to this point. This always happens when we get back from a holiday. It takes a little time to regather. Um, so we'll see what happens. 3928255. Again, you can email uh, srussell at wif.com where we seem to have uh, most of the activity so far today. Larry says, welcome back. While riding the tram at Disney over the holidays, I was in the same car as Wisconsin fans. I asked about the quarterback that transferred. They said their fans were actually glad he's gone because he had so many interceptions inside the red zone. I know time will tell. If he gets the starting job, hope that scenario doesn't play out with us. Luke Fickle may change what Wisconsin has been, but think about it. What, wh when you think of Wisconsin football, Larry, what do you think of? Ground and pound, don't you? Smash mouth. And, you know, they threw it, but Mertz did have interceptions. No question. Did, does he have great talent at receiver? I, I don't know. You know, it, will a different system help him? I don't know. That's so. But Florida needed to get a veteran here. And he's played a lot of football. And the hope is you can take that experience and, you know, make that into something that will be good. And that's not to say that, you know, a Rashada or somebody else couldn't win the job, but I think it was pretty obvious they wanted to go to get they wanted to go get somebody that had uh, you know some experience, especially uh, as a starter. Uh, Luke emails. Uh, Steve, hope you had a good uh, holiday. I sure did. My question has to do with basketball. If the Gators have the same record or worse than Mike White when he left, will Gator fans be lamenting his departure? No. No. It's interesting to me, though, Luke, when you ask that question. Go back to the summertime. Billy Napier. It'll take time. He's got to rebuild all that stuff. And what happened? When you saw the product, when you saw some of the struggles, needs a new defensive coordinator, needs whatever. He can't, he shouldn't call the play, all that. So, if Todd Golden, young, with a reputation for being an analytics guy, comes in and has a worse season than Mike White had a year ago, 
fans will, I think, say, okay. But next year is important. I believe I'm right in this. Three of Florida's starters are either grads or seniors. So they'll have to be replaced, including Castleton. But that's what the portal is for. And look, I know there are Gator fans who pine for the days of Billy Donovan. But this is not, and I'm sorry, right now, today, this is not a big-time destination for basketball anymore. Florida is picked to finish seventh in the league. But look at the job Missouri has done with their coaches done. And you know what? Look at that roster. It's like transfer portal city. So it can be done. But, you know, let's see what Missouri's record is at the end of the year, but they've been a very pleasant surprise so far. That's been good. Uh, Billy says, uh, Steve, your Mets are spending money like water. If you had to decide today uh, if they win the World Series or get in it, what would your un- – all of my teams have to prove to me, Billy, they can get in there. Now, the Mets were skin flints before Cohen took over, and it's laughable that now people are complaining about the Mets spending as much money as they are. Anybody complain about the Dodgers spending money? No. So, so at least you have an owner who is putting his money where his mouth is. And the Mets never did that. But again, you're, the Mets are doing what the Mets do. They sign guys that are 700 years old. And they hope that they'll be a pitcher they were when they were 600 years old. Max Scherzer's already shown signs of wearing down. Justin Verlander, great as he was last year, can he repeat that? that and, and look at the money DeGrom got, and he's barely pitched in two years. But when he's right, my gracious, he's one of the best in the game. So, yeah, I, I hear. I hear. But we will see. There's a lot to talk about today. Where are you? 3928255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Herm Edwards will talk NFL with us at the top of the uh, 1 o'clock hour. And uh, we'll go from there. 1227. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN, 98.1 FM, and 850 AM, WRUF. Friends, been telling you now for a while about the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. And they have really helped uh, the Road Heaver Boys Ranch out, but they could still use more of your help. They house at-risk young boys from troubled homes. They're sustained by your donated vehicles. Any kind, car, truck, SUV, motorcycle, whatever it is, they can use them. And these kids learn real-life skills because they fix up the vehicles and then they resell them. So if you have an unused or unwanted vehicle of any kind, please consider donating it to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. Your donations are tax deductible, and it helps a really good cause. To find out more about what this organization does, Google Boys Ranch Palatka 
or go to rbr.org to learn more. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. So I have a full upper dental implant and full lower. The bottom is removable. So I had everything removed and replaced. I take them out every day, clean them, and put them back in. They snap on securely so you can eat with comfort and everything else and you don't have to worry about laughing and them coming out. <laughs> I was dumping so much money into like replacing each individual tooth. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to find an alternative. I love it. <laughs> I can smile a big smile now and not have to worry about missing teeth. It's a great place. I highly recommend it. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez. And if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. You don't have to go through yet another year with that knee pain or back pain. People with chronic joint pain are getting real lasting relief from QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics are the nation's leader in advanced regenerative medicine. Their unique protocols use healing agents from your own body to target aching joints, repairing and restoring damaged tissue so you can move again with no surgery, no drugs, and no downtime. Got shoulder pain, excruciating hip pain? If you have any arthritis pain or lingering pain from an injury, don't let them operate on you or give you more steroids and say no to the pain pills. Call QC Kinetics and see if their life-changing, all-natural treatments can get you living your best life in the new year. I'm telling you, people are raving about these treatments. This is the future of joint pain management, and appointments are available as soon as the next week. Make 2023 the year you say goodbye to joint pain. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, 352-400-4550, QC Kinetics. There's no place like home for the holidays. Most of the time, that's true. But a lot of homes are filled with dysfunction, drama, and difficult family relationships. Christmas can often bring more pain and frustration than comfort and joy. Well, think about this. Jesus was born into a long line of sinners, even though he was without sin. His family tree includes liars, wicked kings, a murderer, and even a prostitute. Talk about dysfunction. But through it all, God was in control, accomplishing his master plan. Jesus was born so that we could be born again. When we place our faith in him, we enter a new family as sons and daughters of the living God. Now, all of this may not change your family circumstances, but maybe it can change you. Christmas reminds us that the Lord is able to make something beautiful out of anything, even broken family relationships. This is Bryant Wright, wishing you a Merry Christmas right from my heart. For devotions, visit rightfromtheheart.org. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. A squall line of storms will push through our area from northwest to southeast this afternoon and into the evening. A few storms could be strong and it could produce damaging winds, a few quick tornadoes and small hail. On top of that, locally heavy rain rates could cause isolated flash flooding. Tonight, conditions settling down tomorrow. Winds coming from the north that'll cool things down and reduce humidity. In the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Max Kellerman. Frank in Florida has some. Hey, Frank, what's up? How you doing? This is the best show, bar none, on the radio. Thank you so much for everything you do. He is the best. Jay Will and Max, I'm telling you, y'all got the best show. Thank you so much. I travel every week, and I listen to you. I watch you in the hotel. 
The best show, bar none. He, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Welcome back to Sports Scene. 392-8255, email srussell at wruf.com. PG, what's up? couple of the topics you were touching on. I'm also a huge Mets fan, and I know there's some in the area, but uh, what Cohen's doing is the most it's unprecedented because he's a fan. His wife is a fan. His wife's father's a fan, and he's running the team kind of like a fan, but a lot of people don't know that many of these owners also own their own cable network. So SMY, which is attached to the Mets, they own that. I mean, they're making a lot of money. So putting money back in we don't know how much money the owners make. The lower tier guys like Pittsburgh Pirates, let's just say, you don't know because they're getting they're getting their share from MLB, and then they're not using it on payrolls. There's no there's no bottom there, but they could be making two three hundred million dollars a year. The owner we don't know because they don't disclose the numbers. But there's there's speculation that there's a lot of underspending, and, and you know the owners are in charge. They own it. They can do what they want. But Cohen's just blowing through everything as far as collective taxes and. Just doing what he kind of wants to do, and I—he's I, the richest owner in sports, so I don't think he got there, you know, by not being shrewd. So I, I just—it's very interesting. And as a Mets fan, it's like one of us bought the team, and we don't have to worry about money. Yeah, <laughs> right. Coming from the Wilpon. Right. So, That's right. But you know, we'll see if they can buy a championship. Well, I think the more times you try, like LA did it, you're going to have better odds. I mean, I know what you're saying with Scherzer and. And uh, Verlander, those are relatively short deals, but they are old. It's really weird because uh, they are so old, but the you know, annual isn't that high. And I think Scherzer's only got two years left, but he does look like he's starting to show signs. I agree with that. Um, I got a couple questions for you, really one. So I agree with you a lot, and, and I, you know, this isn't Billy Donovan's Gators anymore or Steve Spurrier or Urban Meyer, but, like, if you have to go back – like 30 years, three decades to see both of the big, you know, basketball and, and football be this. I don't know. Are we mediocre? I guess. I mean, I don't know. We can, we, we said earlier, like, are we decent? I don't know. I'd say we're, we're not decent for what we do have available here. I, I it's frustrating. Um, you can't go through coaches all the time. I understand that. I hope these are the right hires, but man, I mean, can you, is it 30 years? We're both, we're kind of parallel to each other, and this kind of, you know, six and seven, two years in a row, the basketball team, unless they go on a run, probably. I mean, every every quad they have lost every quad one. So to go to make the tournament, I don't even know what they have to do. But they they got a lot of work to do. So let's just say they don't make the tournament. You know that? I don't know. When was the last time we were we were in this spot besides probation? Well, I mean, Billy went to the NIT, um, you know, relatively late in his career. Um, so you have to take into account, you know, first year. And if you look at basketball and the so-called blue bloods, right, here's what you're going up against. 
you know, in this week's top 10, top 15, whenever it is, Kansas, UConn, Arizona, Gonzaga, UCLA. I mean, those are schools that are there all the time. So, and Tennessee, you know, Rick Barnes done a great job, not great in postseason, but he's done a good job during the regular year. You know, so you got Alabama and Tennessee there. You know, you know, Arkansas's got a great coach. They recruit well. So, you know, when they were picked to finish seventh, that's about right. I mean, when you look at it, the, the surprise is Missouri. That's the, that guy came in there, and look what they're doing. They're ranked. Yeah. And, and LSU's not bad. LSU's no. playing really well right? yeah. with a lot of transfers. I agree. And Kentucky's always there. I just I don't know, man. It just feels like it's gonna the the path to victory. You've coached for a long time. The road to it's just hard to see sometimes. It's going to take a lot of time, and, and this is a point now in this day and age where you don't you don't need as much time. And in fact, it can go the other way really quickly too. Florida, uh, you know, Coach Napier said it's a talent acquisition game, which I I believe him. He signed a very highly rated class if you look at the numbers, but they've lost the second or third most transfers in twenty two. I think we signed four to come in. Looking at that, like, we need depth. Like, I'm sure some of those guys left on their own accord, but, I mean, like you were saying, they've well, got to add a lot of guys. A lot yep, of they players, know that. They think? know that. Uh, All right, PJ, I've got to take, take some other calls, man. Thank you for yours. Uh, William, hello. Hey, Steve. Happy New Year. Same to you. Um, by the way, I'm, I was digging the uh, lead-in, Steely Dan. That's a... That's one up there with another one I've heard is uh, "Come Together," which is my favorite Beatles song. But anyway, okay. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, you know, as far as Gator basketball, I, I believe the post-game comments after the Auburn loss um, is where I heard this said. But you know, Todd Golden was saying that his I don't know if this is the exact words, but he said something to the effect of, well, you know, I'm really proud of this team and we're making progress. And, you know, if we keep doing what we're doing by the end of the year, we'll be a tournament team. And I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute, you got to win some games to get to the tournament. You can't just improve as the year goes on. And then. (laughs) Well, I think he means by that, though. I think hand in hand that, you know, if, if we improve, that will translate to winning more games. I think that's the connection you make there. Okay. Well, that's really just my only question. I just didn't really understand that. Um, I see now that you put it in perspective. Um, and then the, the, the final thing is, you know, listen, before Donovan – uh, who, I guess, Norm Sloan. Um, we had a couple of, you know, runs at the tournament. I think we made the Sweet 16 with him and that kind of stuff. But people forget this is, it's never been this juggernaut or this, you know, powerhouse school in, in basketball. No. It just happens to be that we got some awesome players, we had a great coach, and we won back to back national championships. Yep, but it's, you know, it's not easy to sustain that. You know, Lon Kruger had a Final Four run and, you know, a tournament team, but, 
and it hasn't been sustained. And that's, you know, if you look at the, you know, even UConn had some down years. They're back now. But, you know, the Kansases of the world, you know, Gonzaga, they've been pretty consistent. But, again, they've got, you know, Mark Few's been at Gonzaga for a long time, you know, one of the best coaches in, in basketball. Larinaga's done a terrific job at Miami resurrecting that program. So, yeah, it's not going to be easy. I appreciate your call, William. Thank you, sir. Bring D here. Hi, D. Hey, Steve. Uh, Happy New Year. Good to have you back. Same man. to you. Uh, uh, the Gator basketball for sure, man. Um, you know, to pick up on what Greg asked, he's asked what it has takes place to be decent. Uh, you know, Steve, I've I spent 13 games now, and I can tell you uh, now this team's not going to be a very high-scoring team because they just don't they just don't have the dudes to take guys off the dribble. They don't have a guy that can go get you six to eight points in a couple minutes. They just don't. The three-point shooting is not there. Uh, so if you don't have all that, Steve, uh, you better be able to do the little things. And in the Auburn game, Steve, uh, basically every stat was even except for rebounding. You can't lose the rebounding 40 to 28, and you can't lose uh, the offensive glass by 12. Uh, that's that's going to get you beat. Auburn was nothing special, but I mean, like I said, when you lose, when you don't do the little things, uh, you get beat. And you know, Coach Dykes was on the call. He said Florida puts no pressure on you in the fast break game. So if you want to play a half court game, they don't have the dudes uh, to create separation on the scoreboard. So, like I said, man, you you just can't have that kind of disparity on the glass. And and Steve, when I look at the SEC, man. Todd Golden's going to have to get in the future. I, I, he's got Fudge here. He's got Reeves here. Those are elite athletes. But he needs about four or five more, man, because when I look around this league, I look at LSU. I look at Arkansas, Kentucky, uh, you know, some of these other teams. I mean, they just have, you know, four or five guys that are between 6'5 and 6'9 that are just elite athletes, and that's what we need, man. We need to get more athletic and get guys that can – get you six to eight points at the drop of a dime. The other thing I think that I see, I'm not saying the kids that Golden brought in here are bad. I don't mean that at all. But, you know, K.J. Williams for LSU is an impact transfer. No question. From Auburn. Right. The Hodge kid from Missouri. I mean, was, was he Cleveland State, I think? Anyway, instant, right? Instant where you look at that player and go, wow, he's made them a lot better. Does Florida have that? I don't think so. Nope. I don't think so. You don't have it, so you're going to be playing a lot of, with the the mediocre teams in the conference, you're going to be playing a lot of, you know, razor-sharp, thin thin, uh, thin games. And, you know, you better win the rebounding, the free throw, all those little things, because if you don't, you're going to lose. Okay, appreciate you, D. Thank you for your call. Yep. Keontae Johnson, I mean, forget the physical story. You know, forget what he's overcome. Um, It is, they have a first-year coach. First-year coach. And Johnson is in the top five in the Big 12 of all scorers. He's made an instant impact. Right, and once again, you go around the league, and the Broom kid at at uh, Auburn is another one. Although he didn't play great against Florida, but he's been pretty good for Auburn. 
Florida just doesn't have at this juncture that those impact players some of those other schools have had through the portal. 1244, time check brought to you by Hayes Chilby, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. The flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN, 98.1 FM, and 850 AM, WRUF. Hey, Steve Russell here for the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. This facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes and is sustained by donated cars, trucks, boats, RVs, or any vehicle. Donations tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping these boys learn real-life skills by repairing the vehicles and reselling them. A real win-win. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping boys for over 70 years. They need your help. So please consider donating your unused or unwanted vehicle. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn more. We know that we can depend on Gator Nation to step up when you're needed. The Roadheaver Boys Ranch has been helping at-risk young boys from troubled homes for over 70 years, and they need your help now more than ever. So please consider donating your car, truck, boat, RV, or any vehicle to help these boys. They learn real-life skills by repairing them and reselling them to sustain the facility. Donations are tax-deductible. Cash donations accepted also. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. Thanks again. Yeah, remember when all phones sounded like that? Hey, it's Brian Mudd, and I sure do. But you've got to go with the times, so go with Affinity Cellular. Affinity is offering three months free service and a free flip or smartphone with a 30-day guarantee. Happy with your current phone? That works, too. Get unlimited talk and text for as little as $15 a month. Get started right now at Affinity, with an A, Cellular.com. Affinity Cellular, everything you need and nothing you don't. Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing. Together millions of things for our planet. Resolve to recycle more. Recycle paper, bottles, and cans directly. And recycle old clothes by donating them. When we each share our one thing, it becomes a million things for our planet. What's your one thing? Gators Gymnastics returns to Exact Tech Arena. This 2023 team features the return of some recognizable faces, as well as an exciting group of new Gators. With just five meets at home this season, you won't want to miss a moment of the action. For the full schedule and information on all the matchups this season, follow at Gators GYM on social now and lock in your seats to see every stuck landing and perfect 10 live in person. Visit FloridaGators.com slash tickets today. Go Gators! From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM, WRUF. Members joins us top of the hour. Otherwise, it's us today, 3928255. Email srussell at wruf.com. Here, I think, is the thing that frustrates a lot of Gator fans. In basketball, look what Missouri's done. They they got transfers, first year coach, and they're kicking it right now. Well, why can't Florida do that? In football, We've seen other schools do their thing and go out and get, look at TCU, first-year head coach, and they're playing for a national championship. 
Why why can't Billy Napier do that? I I get it. Uh, Lucas says, what are you expecting tonight with A&M? I feel like the team will play very well. Well, I said this earlier, Lucas, and by the way, thank you for the uh, the holiday wishes. Um, Florida has trouble shooting threes. A&M gives up a lot of threes. I think there'll be opportunities there for Florida. Can they hit them? That's, that's going to be one of the keys, I think, to this entire game. Uh, Sam says, belated Happy New Year to you. Thoughts on Coach Golden? The plan he has in place is good. I still question the shot selection of the team, but without the presence of a better interior offense, it makes it harder to win games unless the team's shooting well from the field. The game against Auburn was a nice improvement, but of course the last play call was a tough one. I thought they played pretty well against Auburn. Now, I don't think Auburn played very well against Florida at all. Uh, Lee says, I agree with PG. Seeing our football basketball program in such a rough state is frustrating. Frustrating that other programs in first years that did better, USC, Washington, LSU, and you can look at other basketball programs that have done more with less. In the 80s, we'd won nothing in either sport. The 90s and aughts, we proved it can be done here. When you sustain success for 20 years and reach the levels we have, it's proved it can be done. There's a big difference in perspective there. One perspective is we got spoiled, and what we're seeing is a return to traditional mediocrity. The other perspective is we sustained success, invested millions in coaches and facilities, and are not showing progress. Should we just accept mediocrity or accept greatness? What do you think? What does UAA think? Is Strickland happy with where we are or the progress we've made? Does he see Florida as a non-blue blood program that should be happy in both sports with mediocre finishes and stop whining? A lot, boy, leaves a lot in that. I don't think Strickland's happy. Um, I mean, look, I don't care who the AD is. If it's Seth or me, uh, are you satisfied with not making the NCAA tournament or you know going to the Final Four? Uh, what's your answer going to be? Right, but I think reality has to set in. What's happened is Florida. I'm a history guy, right? Before Spurrier, Florida won it on the field in '84 in football, but did it by cheating. Norm Sloan cheated. So what, what happened with the success in the 80s was tainted. Along comes Spurrier, along comes Billy, along comes Urban. Arguably, three of the best all-time coaches in their sports. How many schools have that? There's a reason. I mean, is, is Sonny Dykes... An all-time great coach? Is he Urban Meyer? He may be in time, but they've caught lightning in a bottle here, right? And now it's not necessarily about coaching. It's about NIL, who's spending the most money, you know, who's doing the best in in, uh, getting transfers to come to your school. The landscape of the sport has changed. And look, 
if I'm going to go out there and I'm going to get a kid to come to Florida, what's the sell? What's the sell? You're coming off two losing seasons. What's the sell? So you want me to come to, to there to be part of a rebuild? When I can go over here and be part of a winning team? That's that's the reality, right? That's the reality. Now, in fairness, that's what Golden and Napier are being paid big dollars for, to do just that, to resurrect those once proud programs. But I'm going to say again, it was done with three of the best coaches to ever coach in those sports, in Donovan, Meyer and Spurrier. They don't just grow on trees. There's a reason Florida was good because of those dudes. I get this all the time. Why is why can't Florida be successful in women's basketball? I mean, Carol Ross was here and you know, they made the Elite Eight one year. They were in the NCAA tournament most years. Carolyn Peck was up and down. But so why is it? And again, I'm going to go to this. Okay. When you look at the SEC, South Carolina was horrible in women's basketball. Okay. Then they get somebody there named Dawn Staley. And what does she have? I mean, look, Kelly Ray Finley has done a good job here. But is she Dawn Staley in terms of pedigree to a recruit? She's not. Not many people are, right? So she, by her force of personality, because of what she's done in her illustrious career, she's completely turned that program around in a relatively short amount of time. That's because she's Dawn Staley. Okay? Let's go to the rankings in women's basketball. Okay? Elsewhere, LSU's number seven. Who's the coach there? Kim Mulkey. Think she's pretty good? When she was at Baylor, won championships, all of a sudden LSU's in the top ten. Kim Mulkey's one of the best women's college basketball coaches ever ever in the history of the sport. Then you look down the list, and guess what? There's no other SEC teams ranked, including Tennessee, although they're ranked in some polls. So even once mighty Tennessee is struggling. And think about Pat Summit. Well, why isn't Tennessee winning to the level they were? Because they don't have Pat Summit. There's a reason, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if, for example, let's look at Duke. Okay? They're still pretty good. Okay? But will they be Mike Shashevsky good? I don't know. It's possible. But... Again, you're you're asking it's you're asking somebody to walk in there 
and just do what Mike Krzyzewski did. Okay? Last time I looked, Duke wasn't in the top 10. In fact, I don't think Duke's in the top 15. I don't think. Richard Patino. Richard Patino has coached at a lot of schools. Okay? You know what? You know where he is? Not anybody even know where he is. He's at New Mexico. They're ranked. They just lost their first game last night. They were unbeaten. Well, why? He couldn't. He, he was unsuccessful at other places, and yet he's okay at New Mexico. That's the beauty of sport, isn't it, folks? That's the beauty of sport. So, Lee, I love your email, and you asked some great questions in that. But once again, it's really hard because there's just there's better, there's more teams now that are better. Look at the SEC in football. South Carolina is pretty good. Ole Miss and Mississippi State are pretty good. You used to be able to just beat. Oh, they're gonna. That's a win, win, win. You can't do that anymore. Peyton says, "Do you buy into the draft stock for Richardson? Do you feel he should stay another year, or possibly go to the USFL? Uh, no, he ain't going to the USFL. Do I believe in the draft stock of him? Yes, I do." Because it's what the NFL looks at. Okay? They look at him, and I've said this a thousand times, Peyton, I'll say it a thousand and one. He does things you can't coach. He is a physically gifted athlete. And some teams and some scouts look at him and say, I can take all that raw talent and I can utilize it in my system and make him a great NFL player. That's what they see. And go look at the history of the MLB draft, NBA draft, NFL draft. You will see guys who are sixth-round draft choices in the Hall of Fame and guys who were in the top five who never really made it. It's an inexact science. And then Steven says... Do you personally like the fact six and six teams get to be in a bowl game? Yes. Yes. Here's why. If that team the year before was had two wins and you get six wins go to a bowl game, that's a step in the right direction, man. That You're going to a bowl game and getting a chance to play. If you're Florida and you're six and six in a bowl game, you're snoozing. It just depends. That's our first hour. ESPN's Herm Edwards joins us next. We'll take more of your calls in the second hour. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You don't have to go through yet another year with that knee pain or back pain. People with chronic joint pain are getting real lasting relief from QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics are the nation's leader in advanced regenerative medicine. Their unique protocols use healing agents from your own body to target aching joints, repairing and restoring damaged tissue so you can move again. 
with no surgery, no drugs, and no downtime. Got shoulder pain, excruciating hip pain? If you have any arthritis pain or lingering pain from an injury, don't let them operate on you or give you more steroids and say no to the pain pills. Call QC Kinetics and see if their life-changing, all-natural treatments can get you living your best life in the new year. I'm telling you, people are raving about these treatments. This is the future of joint pain management, and appointments are available as soon as the next week. Make 2023 the year you say goodbye to joint pain. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, 352-400-4550, QC Kinetics. There's no place like home for the holidays. Most of the time, that's true, but a lot of homes are filled with dysfunction, drama, and difficult family relationships. Christmas can often bring more pain and frustration than comfort and joy. Well, think about this. Jesus was born into a long line of sinners, even though he was without sin. His family tree includes liars, wicked kings, a murderer, and even a prostitute. Talk about dysfunction. But through it all, God was in control, accomplishing his master plan. Jesus was born so that we could be born again. When we place our faith in him, we enter a new family as sons and daughters of the living God. Now, all of this may not change your family circumstances, but maybe it can change you. Christmas reminds us that the Lord is able to make something beautiful out of anything, even broken family relationships. This is Bryant Wright, wishing you a Merry Christmas right from my heart. For devotions, visit rightfromtheheart.org. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. Welcome into our two of Sports Scene for this Wednesday. Hope your holiday was great. Seth Hart producing today. Back for year 25 together doing Sports Scene. Appreciate the calls. Appreciate the emails. We will take more shortly. Uh, we're going to hopefully get ESPN's Herm Edwards to come on with us today, talk a little NFL. Uh, William's got a good email here. He says, I respect you, but now you're giving excuses for us instead of the why. We should not be outbid by anyone. We have one of the largest alumni bases in the country with a school that routinely has 50,000 students at a given time. We live in the third largest state in the country, the most fertile recruiting ground in the country. Most kids, all things equal, want to be close to home. I don't buy that part of it. That's one thing that hasn't changed. It has changed. Kids, you know, the the days where you can't get, you know, somewhere to watch your kid play are gone. It's a lot easier now. But he says, facilities are elite and on par. Everything's in place to be elite and stay elite. We're out of excuses. If Napier and Golden don't get it done I'm relatively soon, Strickland will be looking for a new job. I agree with that. I agree with that. All I'm saying, William, is the landscape's changed. The landscape has changed. When Florida was elite, there weren't as many, in my opinion, there weren't as many other good teams as there are now. The competition is a lot stiffer. Seth, you need me to? Okay. It's just a lot stiffer. Look at TCU, right? Just look, at, look within this league. Once again, the 
Mississippi's and the Mississippi states and the South Carolinas are better. If you want to tell me that Florida should beat those teams more often than not, I hear you. And what's going to happen now with Hugh Freeze at Auburn? I think they instantly get better. Don't you? It's not easy now. Now, you're going to tell me, well, look at Georgia. Well, okay. Georgia right now has it going. When the playoff expands, that is the measuring stick for me. Does Billy Napier get Florida into the expanded playoff field in a couple of years? We'll see. Right now, I'm going to talk a little NFL. We bring in the coach, ESPN's Herm Edwards, to talk NFL with us. Coach, thank you as always for doing this. Hope you had a great holiday. Um, I have to ask you, you know, just watching the game the other night and seeing, Mm -hmm. you know, what happened to Hamlin, what was going through your mind when you saw that? Well, obviously, um, first, the first thought was um, once that young man got up um, and he went back down, I thought he was concussed. But then as things um, continued forward, you knew it wasn't that. Um, and you could tell by the players' faces, the coaches' faces, it was more than that. And now we found out exactly what it, what it was. And um, in, in, in my, my, my days of football, and I go all the way back to, what, 13 years old probably, 55 years, um, playing, coaching, uh, I've, never, I've never witnessed that before. And I think for you as a coach and a player, you're trying to grasp it. And you just, I thought both head coaches did a great job of bringing their teams together. Uh, I thought the responders um, were right on, right on point. NFL did the correct thing by um, postponing the game. And obviously, you know, players can't play after seeing something like that. And who wants to play? You, know, you don't even want to watch it at that point. Um, our thoughts and prayers still will go out to Hamlin and his family. But, um, it was something I've never seen before. Mm. Um, I want to ask about players in a locker room, Herm. You've been a player. You've yeah. been a coach. Um, there's a prevailing thought that Zach Wilson has lost the locker room and that he won't return to New York. Do you buy that? Well, you know, I think players are, are, are understanding. Players are forgiving, especially when they're your teammates. I, I, you know, we we're hearing that. Um, I'm hoping that when he got benched, um, he learned something. He grew up. Uh, now he's going to have to prove it. I've always said this, you know, it, it, it's like being a head coach, uh, being a quarterback, head coach, whatever. You have this title, but you got to earn the respect of the title, right? I mean, you got to earn that, and and and, and that's that's work every day, and, and that's being in there every day and watching. And I think the players will will uh, will give the thumbs up and the thumbs down, depending how the all season goes. If he's still there, I do think this they're looking for a quarterback. There's no doubt about that. Um, I don't think they'll go into the draft and get one maybe late, but uh, they're looking for a veteran guy. I think they have a defense that is playoff ready, um, but they haven't been very consistent at the quarterback position, especially the last seven weeks. Saturday. Uh... 
ja- I don't know how many Jags fans thought that the last game of the year they'd be playing for a division title, but they are. Uh, look, Tennessee's going to start a guy who's you know, a quarterback who hasn't played a lot. You're probably going to see Derrick Henry a ton. Uh, how do you view Tennessee-Jacksonville? I, I think Jacksonville is, is, is all arrows are pointing in the right direction. Tennessee's struggling offensively, right? They, they just can't score the ball enough. And, and you know, and, and if their their defense, you put a lot of pressure on your defense when you can't score. And we saw this, we saw this happen to the Jets. I mean, excuse me, to to, to the Eagles uh, when the Eagles played Philly, right? Um, and when Denver played, uh, you know, Denver's playing like that. They can't score the ball, and finally the dam breaks because the defense just can't hold on. Um, I think when you look at Tennessee right now. Uh, their, their best player, and he's fantastic, is the runner. Uh, their defense at first sometimes plays well. But, look, all I know is this. When you don't have a quarterback, you just can't score the ball. The field is 150 yards long. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just it's forever. It's just like you never, like, oh, my Lord, can we just it, – it, I mean, really. I mean, that's what it feels like. Hmm. Herm Edwards, our guest here, talking NFL. You see him, of course, all the time on ESPN. Herm, a team that I think has kind of flown under the radar a little bit, and I love, is San Francisco. I mean, Garoppolo got hurt. you got a Brock Purdy coming in there, playing well. I think they're 12-4, and four, whatever they are. Uh, yeah. I think this 49ers team is for real. Do you? Oh, yeah, they're for real. Uh, John Lynn is a real good friend of mine. Um, I mean, really, really close. Our families are real close. Um, he is the godfather of my son. Uh, we're the godfather and the godparents of one of his daughters named Leah. But um, they've done a fabulous job, and it starts with the head ball coach. Uh, he, he's done a really good job. And think about playing with your third quarterback. Yeah, to be quite honest. And uh, the defense is outstanding. It's it's a big boy defense. It, it travels. Uh, the running game travels. Uh, getting McCaffrey obviously helps. Uh, the tight end is is, is, is Kittle. You, you you can't guard him, and the defense uh, just takes the ball away. Doesn't let you score a lot of points. Now, I say that, and then the last week they gave up 500 yards. <laughs> right, that was a head scratcher. But you know, th- 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 but that's what I always say. The NFL is unique. It's unique in this way. And 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 I've been involved in that league a long time. I've been very fortunate playing and coaching. And I always used to say this: It's not who you play; it's how you play the day you play. That's the NFL. And when you're not playing your A game, and you get a team, and fans will look at the record and go, "Oh no, you know what? Okay, they have pro football players too. And if you're not playing up to par, and you give those guys a little life, they get going, and all of a sudden you're in one of those games, and you're going, "How did this happen?" I mean, we watch that thing. They had to look like you're talking about the backup quarterback. They had their backup guy was only there kind of like Mayfield, and he had they had 500 yards offense against a really good defense. Yeah, Um, another game that intrigues me, Coach Detroit and Green Bay. Both are eight and eight. The Packers were left for dead. How dangerous is this Packers team now? Well, some people thought they were dead. I didn't. Really? No. When they were talking about, I remember a month ago, and I was on a couple of shows, and they were talking about, should we get the other guy in the game now? You know, and I was going, I looked at some folks on television and said, are you kidding me? I said, you got to watch. I 
Do you play number 12 until he tells you he didn't want to play anymore and you see what happens? Well, guess what? They kept playing 12. And all of a sudden the defense is playing better. The running games is, 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 is really good. Uh, receivers are starting to, to, to get some cohesion with, with, with Aaron Rodgers. And look, he didn't light it up last week. It was special teams. It was defense. It was a run game. Uh, you know, he threw a couple of touchdown passes, but it wasn't, he didn't have no big, great day, but it's Aaron Rodgers. And every time you want to count him out, he just kind of smiles at you and go, okay. He didn't say anything. They've won, what, now four or five in a row? Yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing I want to talk about is Sean Payton. I mean, he's going to get back in the game. It's it's pretty obvious. Yeah. If you had to guess, Herm, where he would go, do you have a, would you venture a guess? Uh, you know, that's hard to say. I think, you know, Sean, obviously he's going to want a quarterback. Um, he, you know, he, he's going to hit the ground running. He's not going to, you know, he, he wants a quarterback. Uh, and once he feels like he's got that guy to build his system, um, then, you know, that, that's kind of where he's going to go. He's going to have some landing spots. Um, and, you know, I, I'm not one of those guys to sit here and speculate. Other people do that, you know, about this guy. Because I was a coach, you know, I don't want to talk about jobs and all that stuff. But okay. we know every year um, there's always five to six jobs right in the NFL. This is kind of – this is what coaches know, you know, because you've been in that league such a long time. And there's a couple of them that are head scratchers. Like you didn't see coming, and all of a sudden you're going, what? Really? They made a change there? And so – you know, there, there, there's some that you feel, okay, that's going to happen. But then there's a couple of them that grab you and you go, really? They did that? So we'll see. You know, we'll see. Real quick. 23, we'll see. Real quick, Coach. Uh, you mentioned about Rodgers. Well, look what happened yeah. with Brady last week. Do, do, you, do you see <laughs> Brady's situation similar to Rodgers? Yeah. Okay. You know, look, this is, and, and he's another one. You don't count Captain America out. As long as he has his cape in the fourth <laughs> quarter, you get into the fourth quarter and it's a one-game score, it's over. He's going to beat you. I, I, I laugh at him. I, you know, I, I watch it and I go, okay, he's, he's going to win the game now. That's what he does. I mean, that's why he's Captain America. And, you know, <laughs> and he can play bad. And he kind of plays bad. And now they're 8-8 eight and eight and – all of a sudden, you know, Evans was dropping balls, and they didn't have, you know, they, they just couldn't find each other. And all of a sudden, next time I said, I hate to three touchdowns to Evans. I'm going, okay, well, well, Captain America, well, they're just kind of finding a way, you know, and, and it's ugly. I don't know how far they go. I don't know how far Green Bay goes because I think there's some better teams. But those two quarterbacks, they give them a chance. And here's the scary part, and you know it as a player, you know it as a coach. Don't mess around and get into this one-score game, and he has the ball at the end, one of those guys. Because you know what's going to happen, right? Yeah. Coach, I always, I always appreciate your time. Thank you, and we'll get you back and talk when the playoffs start here. Thank you very much for your time. Thank, thank you, my friend. Thank you. You got it, Herm. Herm Edwards talking NFL. You don't count those dudes out. He's right. One fifteen time check brought to you by Hayes Julie. Open the phone lines, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Next time you're driving around town, check out the car in front of you or alongside of you. There's a really good chance that that's a Southeast Car Agency tag. 
Why? Because the Cousins family has been selling vehicles here in North Central Florida for over 40 successful years. And only one kind, the best in late model, low mileage vehicles, no new vehicles. Steve Russell here. I drive one myself, have for years. Check them out in person, Northeast 39th Avenue or online, secars.com. Southeast Car Agency. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. You're pregnant. How far? One month, two. No doctor yet. I can't afford it. Protect yourself and your baby. The health department can help you out. Test for STDs. I don't have diseases. You don't know. You don't always have symptoms. STDs make you and your baby sick. I don't want my baby sick. No one cares more about your baby than you. I'm calling my county health department. A message from the Florida Department of Health, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. We all drive. Sooner or later, we're going to have to replace our tires. I trust the experts at TireRack.com. For over 40 years, they've been revolutionizing tire buying. Go to TireRack.com radio and tell them what you drive. They'll show you tires that are a perfect fit. Not sure where to start? Their easy-to-use tire decision guide shows you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Their extensive selection includes the full lineup of Kumo Extra, Crujin, and Road Venture tires. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. This message is brought to you by Discover. Did you know you could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection? The latest innovation from Discover. Discover will help regularly remove your personal information like your name and address from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And they'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more. Discover.com slash online privacy protection. That's discover.com slash online privacy protection. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM, WRUF. Welcome back. Don't forget, uh, tomorrow on the show, uh, we're going to talk with Sean Kelly, voice of the Gators, Blake Alderman, 24-7 Sports Talk, Little Gator Football Recruiting, Portal, etc. Friday, Chuck Dowdle, uh, longtime analyst for Georgia Basketball, will join us uh, as well. So uh, that's coming up. Plus, we will take your phone calls, etc., like right now, 392-8255, and you can email uh, S. Russell at WRUF.com. You know, one of the things that has uh, permeated the discussion here is words like frustration. Uh, because I wonder if this fan base is different than others in the sense of entitlement. Well, we were good, so we should be. We should always be good. 
Well, think about USC. I mean, Oklahoma had its first losing season this year since 1997. I wonder what their fan base thinks. Right? Washington went from four wins to, I think, 11 or 10. Washington's been pretty good over the years. So I get it, but there's no how – many, how many programs can really say – like, look at Alabama. I, I totally admire those kids playing for Alabama. I think it was Will Anderson who said, I felt like a hypocrite. You know, I'm always telling those guys to play hard, play hard, and I'm going to opt out. I'm going to I'm going to opt. I can't do that. Well, that takes fortitude. Now, let's take LSU. Butte was going to come back, then he late declares for the NFL draft. Did they miss him? No. They destroyed Purdue. So, sometimes it doesn't matter if a player opts out or not. It's it's sometimes perception more than it is reality. A couple of emails here. Uh, Ed, uh, Steve, glad, glad you're back. Hope you had a great uh, time off. Uh, his question's about basketball. Uh, he said, if you had to uh, make the decision today, does Florida make the NCAA tournament? No, they don't. They don't. Now, does it mean if they were on the bubble could they make a run in the NCAA tournament and sneak in? I mean, I'm sorry, the SEC tournament sneak in? Maybe. But I said this earlier. you got to win this game tonight, and you got to win against Georgia on Sunday at home. You just do. Florida could have won at Auburn. Auburn did not play well. They got, they got help with a late whistle, but they kind of stole that from Florida. So, yeah. And... I'm not sure Missouri is going to keep playing the way it's been playing, but LSU certainly looks a lot better. You know, the Mississippi schools look pretty good, so it's not going to be easy here. Patrick says, um, I'm fine waiting three years, but are we always going to be a school in football and basketball that I don't know what this means. I that can't get the big fish like LSU is that I think that's what he means. Um. Well, define a big fish. I mean, uh, what Napier's not done yet, he's not gotten a five star recruit. I guess I guess Rashada was just reclassified to a five star, but you get where I'm going, right? A ton of four stars, but you know, has it really been, you know? cream of the crop and golden certainly has but that's not easy to do in your first year and you're also talking about a coach in Brian Kelly that recruits no unless you really follow college basketball are you following San Francisco granted he was at Auburn as an assistant but it's a whole lot different Notre Dame is a is a name. Notre Dame is a blue blood program in football. San Francisco is not. I mean, Bill Russell played there, but that was in the 50s. So a big 
difference. Paul, you mentioned men's and women's basketball. Do you think the women make the tournament? They have, in my estimation, a better chance. Now, they lost to Tennessee, and okay, you don't want to do that. Arkansas is 1-1 one one in the league. So is Florida. And they're on the road. Can, can Florida win that game? Yeah, I think so. The Gators just haven't. They're hard to figure because they've not really played anybody. They, the, their non-conference schedule was just okay. Now, Florida is 76th in the net rankings, their highest ranking of the season. So maybe that will help. And by the way, when Florida beat Texas A&M, Florida won its 800th game in women's basketball. They're pretty good. All right, let's get some calls to close the day out, our last half hour, 392-8255. You can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Let me also say, last night uh, I'm watching Kentucky LSU, and, you know, LSU, much like football, I think has a chance to be pretty good pretty quick in part because of the portal. And as I said earlier, Missouri has done remarkably well when it comes to the portal and turning things around in a big hurry. They have done that. There's only five teams in the SEC who don't have a loss yet in the league. Alabama, Tennessee, Missouri, Auburn, and Vanderbilt. That's it. Bernard is here. Hi, Bernard. Hey, Steve. I'm listening to you, man. You're saying a mouthful. Steve, I think there's more to this than you're talking about instant impact. I watched the Georgia, uh, no, a Michigan and TCU game uh, Saturday, and they talked to graphics about Michigan has 51,000 students. TCU has 12 grand and the, the acres that the campuses sit on, and it was a huge advantage for Michigan. I called my friend, and I said, look, the only way TCU is there because of two, uh, the mean two things. One, everybody at that university is all in, and secondly, uh, money is not a problem. And thirdly, uh, they probably accepted some kids that may be borderline academic. I always say this, Steve, uh, you should know this better than I do because you've been there, that winning at UF is difficult. I, I, when uh, Billy Donovan, when you win a championship at Florida, it shouldn't be one championship. It should be double. We talked about this Florida basketball team is struggling. I, I, I expected more from Cal, Lofton. Some of the guys we got in have not uh, performed well. But Keontae Johnson is playing very well at Kansas State. This would be a much better team. Of course, he would love to have stayed at Florida, but the UAA was not going to take that risk. So so you can't fault a coach for that. I just think, Steve, that there's a lot going into it, that if University of Florida has to determine we're going to be all in, money's not an issue, and we're going to take some borderline students. To me, I think I'm, I'm – People are being patient 
with uh, uh, Billy Nate. I'm going to be patient with Todd Golden. I didn't like Mike White. I didn't like his offense. I didn't like his player development. And you, you said something, Steve, and, and I'm reading between the lines what you're saying. I start to wonder maybe you, you – I'm hearing from you that maybe Billy Napier – is, is, is you think may not be the right guy because you're talking about how these other programs, how they got off to a quick start in year one. Okay, that's what I have to say. Thank you and have a great day. Is very simple. That, you know, L- did anybody think LSU would be as good as they were given the state of the program, the losses that they took, Brian Kelly's a veteran coach who knows how to put together a team. So, you know, in the short term, at least, that's a great hire for LSU. It doesn't mean Billy Napier is a poor one. It's just that, you know, right now, Kelly had a a quarterback that was certainly more consistent in Jaden Daniels. That helped him, too. 129 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Final half hour coming up, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hey, Steve Russell here. I want to tell you about the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. This facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes and is sustained by donated cars, trucks, boats, RVs, or any vehicle. Donations are tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping these boys learn real-life skills by repairing the vehicles and reselling them. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping boys for over 70 years. They need your help. So please consider donating your unused or unwanted vehicle. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn more. We know that we can depend on Gator Nation to step up when you're needed. The Roadheaver Boys Ranch has been helping at-risk young boys from troubled homes for over 70 years, and they need your help now more than ever. So please consider donating your car, truck, boat, RV, or any vehicle to help these boys. They learn real-life skills by repairing them and reselling them to sustain the facility. Donations are tax-deductible. Cash donations accepted also. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. Thanks again. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Then I was going in to have chemo, and before we put in my port, I called and said, I need to come in because that's one of the things about being healthy, is to have healthy teeth and mouth and wanted to get uh, looked at before I went in. They worked me in right away, and I felt so much more confident about going into chemo and also having them back me up as my health care team and the family that's behind me and that... Dr. Art called us and said, is there anything you need? And you just don't understand what that means until you go through it, that you've got people behind you, plus such a caring group of people that you can call at any time and say, I have a problem. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. People here are raving about QC Kinetics and how regenerative medicine has changed their life. People like Helen, an avid mountain climber who got sidelined when an accident left her knees in constant pain. I was not able to train or do really anything on my knee. Helen was told surgery would be her only option. 
But then she found QC Kinetics and was treated with natural biologics designed to repair and restore tissue in her knees. Three months later, she was climbing the highest mountain in North America. I got a very quick resolution to my pain. I began treatment in March and I summited Denali June the 7th. It was super successful and I recommend everyone seek out QC Kinetics as an alternative to surgery. Get your life back with lasting results. No surgery, no drugs, no downtime. Call QC Kinetics today. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. A squall line of storms will push through our area from northwest to southeast this afternoon and into the evening. A few storms could be strong. It could produce damaging winds, a few quick tornadoes, and small hail. On top of that, locally heavy rain rates could cause isolated flash flooding. Tonight, conditions settling down tomorrow. Winds coming from the north. That'll cool things down and reduce humidity. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. And now, the, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh, do you want to go to the Colts? Do you want to go to the Broncos? Do you want any of those jobs? Like, I wondered about Jeff Saturday. If you're Jeff Saturday, do you go, yeah, I want to continue coaching here? Or do you go, uh, nope, just interim. That's it. Just passing through. I did Mr. Ursay a solid. He's done a terrible job. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Coming up at 4, it's the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The home of the Florida Gators. Sean with us tomorrow. Looking forward to that. He'll be here uh, at about 12.20 or so. Right now we'll talk to Tony. Tony, hi. Tony, go ahead. Hey, Steve, you got me? Gotcha, Tony. Hey, Steve, good to have you back, man. Congrats on starting another year here with Fortune, buddy. Thank you. Great run, man. Hey, Steve-O, man, look, talk about frustrating. Just think about what you just said before you went to break there. You said Kelly was the more consistent, reliable quarterback, right? And uh, Napier was the inconsistent quarterback. But yet Kelly, with his consistent quarterback, is coming back for another year. And our inconsistent quarterback is going to go be a first-round doctor. Now, that's frustrating. <laughs> you see what I mean? Yeah, I do. But, you know, I'll say this whoever the quarterback is next year, if they come in and make the position better or more consistent, will anybody care than Anthony Richardson left? And that's not a knock on AR. I don't mean it that way. It's all about production. It's all about, you know, what you do. You can have all the, you know, talent or, hidden things in the world, but it what matters is what you do. Simple as that. Definitely. Definitely. For sure, man. Hey, Steve, I love that interview with uh, Coach Herm. Um, listen, um, the Jets, man, talk about frustrating. If we had even below average quarterbacking, we would have been a cinch to make the playoffs, probably in compete for the division, with below average quarterbacking. Um, 
the NFL windows are so short when it comes to uh, the opportunities to make a run that I'm in full agreement with uh, Herndon. You know, the Jets have to get a veteran quarterback, and they got to forget about Zach Wilson. And White didn't uh, live up to the to the billing either. They got to find themselves a veteran quarterback to try to make a playoff run these next year, couple of years, because these windows close fast in the NFL. I agree. The question is, who's available? See that 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 as I scour Ross now, you know, you can make a trade, right? Um, for example, does Denver want to get rid of Russell Wilson after you know a bad experiment there? That just doesn't seem to be a fit. Would Russell Wilson fit with the Jets? I mean, that that intrigues me as a Jets fan. But if you look around yeah. and you go to you know other places for a veteran quarterback, where do you go? Think about it. Yeah. I mean, where I would you go? Yeah. Garoppolo, maybe? Yeah, Garoppolo. Yeah. That's what I've heard a lot. So, we'll see. Yeah. Just frustrating, that's all. Hopefully they can find somebody. Because, like Lahun said, man, they have a playoff defense right now. And uh, if Bruce Hall comes back healthy next year, get those two guys on the offensive line. You know, that's a frustrating, too. If they hadn't been hit by so much injuries, the injuries are up on the game, obviously. But I still think that it still could have been a playoff team if they hadn't been hit with some of those big injuries also. So yep. it's been a frustrating season, but oh well. All right, Steve, though. Go ahead and move back, buddy. All right, Tony, thank you. You know, the other thing that's interesting to me, Green Bay had one quarterback play for the Jets. You wonder if, you know, he would just say, I'm done in Green Bay. And he would have a team that is certainly on the rise if Rodgers wanted to do that. Now, do I think he's going to? No, I don't. But, I mean, that would be an upgraded quarterback, wouldn't it? I think so. 3928255, email srussell at wruf.com. And again, our thanks to Seth Harp today for producing. Uh, and we are tomorrow, we'll be able to get your thoughts on tonight's Gator men's basketball game, which we will have right here for you. So that'll be good. Uh, BB says, check out the trail bike. Uh, or part of the interview with Herm, one thing that he wouldn't mention, he along with Booger, Marcus, and even Stephen A. did a great job yesterday covering the aftermath of Tamar Hamlin's horrific injury, helping those of us who witnessed it work uh, through our feelings. Thanks to all of them. Yeah, I did mention that was the first thing I asked, actually asked him uh, in the interview. Russ says Napier's doing great recruiting. Some players that committed said that until Napier came, they wouldn't consider Florida with Mullen. Mullen hurt this team in recruiting and in discipline. Richard, hello. See, hey, happy new year, Dan. Same to you. So let me ask you, everybody's talking five stars and this and that. So who are the five stars that have come through here over the last years? Uh, was Percy a five star? Was Danny Warfel a five star? Danny Warfel was not, I don't believe. Um, I'd have to go look back and see. I mean, Florida's had a few of them. Uh, not, you know, a great deal of them, but a few. And yet we've developed and had success. Right. And that's the whole point of it. You know, it's, it, we, I think we had some five-star guy from California, and he was mostly hurt, rarely played. I can't think of his name, Glass? Ron Glass or something? Ronald Powell. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, was, for whatever reason, was not effective. Yeah. Well, let me give you this. I remember one, Martez Ivy. You know, he was he was a good player here. Was he a great player here? No. Um, and there's been guys, he only had a cup of coffee in the NFL, but, you know, Will Hill, I know, was a five-star. Um, so, yeah, I guess Tebow must have been, right? So, I mean, the Florida's had their share. But once again, you know, if you look at Gervon Dexter was a five-star. Did, did he develop into a five-star player? I don't know. Those Townsy twins were probably five star. I don't know, but those guys were awesome. Yeah, Leak was. Uh, if a lot of the, Jeff Driscoll was, and people forget That's that. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, you know, it, it, it's interesting to go back and look at some of Florida's five stars because, like anything else, there's obvious guys that you look at who were five star players, and Percy Harvin was a five star. So I mean, obviously he was pretty good. But what's the measuring stick? Is going to the NFL? Brock Berlin was a five-star player. He played in the NFL. So, I mean, you know, beauty's in the eye of a holder when it comes here? to that. Brock Berlin, he yeah. played very, very briefly here. Yeah, he, he, he played and, and left, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, thank you, Steve. Sure. Thank you, Richard. And that, look, if, if you look at Florida's five stars, a lot of them panned out and went to – the NFL. Uh, one, I th- recruitings can correct me here, but there was a kid here named Daryl Lee. He's a five-star guy, and I don't think he, I mean, so again, just because you're a five-star does not mean you're going to necessarily be successful. But look, most of the time, it does. It does. Um, all right, let me get a couple of emails here. It is pretty fascinating to look at, what Urban did here, because a lot of those five-star recruits were under Urban. And Ron Zook, like him, hate him, was a pretty good recruiter too. And I remember when Steve Spurrier had the Fab Five receiver class of 1996, that didn't pan out great in terms of some of the talent there. Just don't know. Philip, a good question here. He says, uh, both Gator baseball and softball ranked in the top five. Is this the year both could win a national championship? They could. Now, health, breaks, you know, all of that. But I think both those teams have the talent this year to do that. I really do. We'll see. That starts in a month, month and a half, whatever it is. But, uh, yeah, we'll find out. 143, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery. Final segment coming up. Still plenty of time to hear from you. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WAF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. World-class fishing, crystal blue waters, endless sunshine. There's so much about Florida's waterways to enjoy. 
Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission encourages you to take part in the National Spring Aboard campaign and take a boating safety course today. You can take the course in a classroom or online. Just make sure you take a course. The knowledge gained by taking a course will make you and your family and friends safer and allow you to have more fun out on the water. To learn more, visit Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com. Well, you did it. You're an adult now. And you know you're an adult because this is a commercial about saving money on your credit card balances, and that probably got you a little excited. Radiant Credit Union's Visa Credit Card has a super low introductory rate and no balance transfer fee. So now you can transfer your balances to Radiant, pay less interest, and clear that debt off faster. Pretty wild stuff, huh? Just wait until you start comparing fiber supplements. Visit RadiantCU.org forward slash balance to apply today and let us help you define your financial future. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call SelectQuote at 1-800-865-2266. That's 1-800-865-2266. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1-800-865-2266. That's 1-800-865-2266. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. This is Mark Wise with ESPN. And this is Steve Russell with WRUF. Introducing our new show, Hoop There It Is. Listen every Monday at 11 a.m. as we talk hoops, gators, the SEC, and the top games in all of college basketball. You can also listen to the show on iTunes, Facebook, and WRUF.com. And also listen to the podcast anytime where podcasts are available. Hoop There It Is. We are your all for Tampa Bay Lightning Hockey. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with a WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with a WRUF radio app. Well, maybe because... Steve Spurrier coached Washington. Uh, I've kind of followed the Commanders slash Redskins. They were eliminated for the playoffs last week when I I thought they made a disastrous decision to start Carson Wentz, who's not going to be with them. And with Ron Rivera there, they're going to start Sam Howell this week. He's the only quarterback on the active roster that's signed for next year. And uh, he's the 33rd quarterback to start for Washington since it won a Super Bowl in 1991. 33 quarterbacks. That's a lot. Copper Gator, hello. Hey, Steve. I I thought it was an interesting topic with the five stars and, and during this process. You know, I, I actually went and looked the research on, on 24-7 Swamp there, and 
the last time we had a five-star, as you named him, Martez Ivy, which was in 2015. So that's going on eight recruiting cycles uh, that we haven't had a five-star, you know, come in and stay at the, and play at the school, not be not be brought in as a transfer and things like that. You know, we got the, the wasn't Dexter a five-star? Uh, well, he might have transferred in, but he wasn't he wasn't recruited by a, he, he we did, he was not a five-star during the recruiting cycle. Um, I'm, and I'm looking through it. The last one we had, I mean, we had the, the thing that makes it important about five star Steve, and I think this is why it's so such a hot topic, is that they're almost home runs in regards to eating up downs. You got the likes of Vernon Hargraves and CC Jefferson. Javon uh, Dexter was Steve. I'm sorry, I didn't miss that. He was in 2020. You're right. Okay. But but you had but you had like Andre Caldwell, Theatric Faison, Sharif Floyd, Jelani Jenkins. These guys ate up plays and made tackles and downs. You got spikes and and, and Percy Harvin. So I, I think those are the major factors why you need to get five stars in your recruiting class. Well, I don't think anybody is going to say, all things being equal, Copper Gator, that you know you wouldn't want a five star over a four star. I mean that there's a reason you know someone ranks them the way they are. Now, obviously, you have to develop. Obviously, you Correct. have to be worth, you know, the five-star ranking. But, yeah, I mean, it, very few times are you going to look back at any school that wins and not see either A, top-tier talent, or B, a, a slightly lower tier of talent that was that was developed into a higher-tier right. talent. Right, and, and that's the thing is I think of five-star Steve – as kind of like the Verlanders and the Scherzers and and the Syndergaards of of MLB, they are the staples of a of a of a organization, and you need to keep having those arms in the MLB or the, those players cycle through your program, so you don't have to keep finding those question marks and developing those players. Of course, you're going to have like the Tulane this year, where they come out and go two and twelve with two and ten last year and ten and two this year, and an unbelievable story. They're not there consistently, and I think that's why it is important. And I think, you know, if you looked at the 2023 Under Armour game, the Gators had three recruits that weren't five stars on the the top ten performers of that list, if you got a chance to look at that. I did take a a glance at it, yes. And so to see those things and to see that coming in, and then you see you got Lagway coming in. I've heard that Rashada was bumped up to a five-star just recently, so – the recruiting cycle and where we ranked in that might not be representative of where that is now and all the big media back in when it was early signing day. It's good to see that trend coming, and we hope it continues, and I'll talk to you later, man. Okay, Copper thank you. Yeah, that's – if you have a lot of four-stars and another school has a lot of five-stars, all things being equal, what's going to happen, Right. So the equalizer now is the transfer portal. There, if you want to use recruiting as the be-all, end-all, um, that's the second recruiting cycle now. It just is, right? For example, let's just say Florida ends up with a top 10 uh, recruiting class, but doesn't really add 
a whole lot more talent in the portal. Other schools do. Well, Florida's behind the eight ball. They just are. Right? So that's why. And there's no guarantee. There's no guarantee that you get a portal guy coming in and do great. So that's what they get paid, paid big money for. And we'll see if it pans out. That it's, I can't make it, you know, any more. I'm also going to say this. Dennis Dodd has been on our show many times, columnist for CBSSports.com, talks about what no one wants to talk about in college football now. Tampering. There is, it is technically, okay, Seth is an athlete, and I pick up the phone and go, hey, Seth, you know, I'll offer you X dollars to come play at Florida. I can't do that. But the question becomes, how do you get caught? Right? There was a close call because I think it was Texas San Antonio's coach who came out and and Pat Narduzzi of Pittsburgh also said that they that schools tampered with Addison who left to go to play at USC. Okay? Um, so the question becomes, how do you talk about that? How do you try to control that because I have no idea who Texas Antonio's coach is, but he almost outed the school. And that's a no-no. You don't, you don't, it's the code of silence, you know, in football. Um, so nobody is saying well, School X is doing it, but are you naive enough to think that isn't happening? It is. Um, in Dodd's column, this is what he said. I'm going to quote him here. One head coach who didn't want to be identified had put the culture this way. If I gave my source on this one, the instance of tampering, it would be a lightning storm, and I just don't want to do it. I know it sounds very chicken of me, unquote. So they know. They know, right? Schools cannot directly pay NIL benefits. That's why you have these collectives. And don't you wish as a fan that Florida would say, look, we've got X money in the collective. But they don't say that. And mo frankly, most schools don't. Because there's this thought process that, you know, with Florida's fan base and alumni base and, you know, all that, that Florida's just rolling in money. And maybe they are. But we will soon see. Final two emails here. Uh... Mark says, Steve, welcome back. 
Uh, if the Gators go 0-2 in the SEC, who do they have left uh, early in the – well, they play Georgia. They, they go home and home. And I said this earlier in the show, Mark. If you want to have any thought of you know, postseason, you've you got to beat these teams at home. A&M, I think, is 8-5. and five. And, and they're not very good at defending the three, but Florida's not good at shooting the three. So something is going to have to give there. And then uh, the last one here is Carl. He also says, welcome back. Thank you, Carl. His question is an NFL question. He said, I love when you have Herm Edwards on. Very insightful. You two seem to get along. How'd you get him on the show in the first place? I gotta tell you my trade secrets. No, I'm kidding. Um, Sometimes you can go, you know, Seth will attest to this. You can go through a network. You can go through their PR. And you can do it that way. Um, And then if you get a good rapport with somebody, hey, can I have your, you know, your cell number? Can I call you? Then, you know, that happens that way too. Um, So a lot of different ways. But with Coach, at first it was through ESPN, and then we just got to be friendly, and he was willing to come on on a local show like this and do it. And I'm forever grateful for that, that I I think you as listeners enjoy that. I enjoy, you know, listening to him. Um, I will also tell you the flip side of that, that – Sometimes when you go through the networks, you don't get people. CBS will not let us talk to Gary Danielson because we're an ESPN affiliate. He has to get special permission to do that. And if you've listened to the show over the years, sometimes he comes on, sometimes he doesn't. And that's just based on a CBS decision. Now, after next year, we don't have to worry about that anymore because it'll be an ESPN product, but you get the point. Right. So sometimes you just have to, you know, figure it out that way. But that's, you know, getting getting guests is sometimes who, you know, does somebody else know somebody else, that sort of thing. So kind of fun. Don't forget tomorrow and Friday here among our guests, the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, tomorrow will be here at around 1220. He'll give his thoughts on. Florida basketball after tonight's game. Blake Alderman, 24-7 sports, speaking of recruiting, uh, will come on and talk about Gator recruiting and the transfer portal. And then uh, Chuck Dowdle, the longtime basketball analyst for Georgia, joins us Friday. One of our grads, Allison Posey, working television up in Tallahassee, is going to tell you about the job that FSU has done in recruiting and in the portal. Remember, FSU won 10 games for the first time since 2016 this past season. That's our show for today. Thanks to Seth for producing it. Thanks to you for listening. Good to be back. We'll do this again tomorrow at noon. Enjoy the rest of your day as you listen to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF.
WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.